0: You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey
1: everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that's the only thing left on planet Earth not owned by Disney. I'm Cody.
0: I'm Sam. I'm Josh. And I'm Samantha. Oh boy, we have a great show for you this week. <laughs> Oh no, we've been bought out. Oh no, oh no. (laughs) We have a great show, a bunch of news to go over, but first let's talk about some things we've been checking out. I finally watched Zim. Yeah? Yay. Well, now three quarters of this room have watched (laughs) Zim. So close. So close. Go ahead and, yeah, go ahead and and talk about it because, you know, I'll get around to it eventually. Man. I mean, I guess for the most part it felt right. Oh
1: yeah. It felt like Zim to me.
2: But I felt like maybe I've, I don't know, like I still like it, but I'm wondering if like I've, grown up a little bit. I past it.
1: Huh. Well, I didn't feel that way. <laughs> You're a child. <laughs> well, you liked it, too, so what does that say about you? I'm a child. <laughs> I mean, I'm a child, too. I'm a big old child. <laughs> now, I didn't
0: watch the Zim movie, but I did go back, like, in preparation of watching the Zim movie, watched a, a couple episodes of the show, and it I think it holds up pretty well. A couple of things here and there were a little, it eh, didn't quite land, but for the most part, the show holds up, I think.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't think there was anything in the movie I didn't like. To be completely honest, I just loved the whole thing.
2: Yeah, I mean, I went back and I looked at the voice cast and the tallest and stuff were the same. Just they sound different.
1: Yeah, they definitely sound different. But I guess okay, if they're the same, then I will take your word for it because they don't sound the same. <laughs> I know. I
0: mean, that's what IMDb told me. I guess now again, I haven't watched it, but I guess there the one of the early scenes in the movie was taken straight out of the first. Couple issues of the comic.
1: Yeah, the stuff with they do the whole bit about Dib, uh, Dib has been watching for Zim to come back mm-hmm. for like it, an undisclosed but very long amount of time, and he's fused to his computer chair and it's right. gross and <laughs> has, like all kinds of growths in his ears and eyes and like it's all nasty.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that montage.
1: The montage of Zim like doing. Calisthenics, or or like,
2: yeah, or like, (laughs) dib getting unfused from chairs. Yeah,
1: well, yeah. There's a whole big like workout montage for him, and then he gets too buff. He's like (laughs) ridiculously huge, veiny neck, and everything. And he has to get (laughs) back to normal size.
2: He even calls it out. He's like, he's like, I got back into
1: shape, and then I got too much into shape,
2: and I got back into regular shape. (laughs) (laughs) Though it feels like his his dad.
1: His design changed a lot.
2: Well, not just that, but like his personality. Like, he more acknowledged the fact that he has a son yeah. rather than like, here's anytime he interacts with him, goes, here to one of my fans. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it added a little bit of sentimentality to the show, which is something the original series did not have.
0: And that might be something that might have been picked up in the 10 plus years that Vasquez. You know, between being 19 when he made the show yeah. and like, you know, 30s and angry for a long yeah. time.
1: <laughs> the the original Zim was anti-sentimentality. It they was. Would never it have did anything like that. But I think he's softened, softened in his old in age. His old age. <laughs> <laughs> kind of grown as a person yeah. a little bit. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And it makes it better that mm-hmm. there is an emotional core to this story. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: When his dad's talking to him, talking to him about his like his childish like pursuits or whatever, he goes, when I was younger, you know, I thought sharks could be my friends. And he takes off his glove and he's got this big robot arm. And he goes, but now I know better.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think Professor Membrane was like the best part
1: of the whole film. He's always been one of my favorite Uh-oh. characters. He's been secretly one of the best parts of Invader Zim the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing between this and the Rocco. The Rocco one reveled in your nostalgia and was cool about showing you old characters and stuff. Yeah. The Zim movie was the absolute opposite. And in opportunities when they could have shown an old character or brought somebody back, they did not do it. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's
2: interesting. It like, was, like Tack is referenced, but that's it.
1: And there's crowd shots with a bunch of kids, and they could have put, you know, some of the designs of kids from Zim's class. or There were. There were a bunch. No, they were just random kids. There wasn't like a Keef
2: or. I mean, there were pictures of Keef. It, Which one was Keith Was he the, the, one, the, the one that wanted
0: Zim to be his best friend? His best friend yeah. that they replaced with robot eyes. Yeah, and he thought uh, a squirrel was Zim after the robot eyes. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's that's actually the one that I watched. <laughs> um, <laughs> that one's kind of dark. That yeah, they all kind. They of, all <laughs> were all kind of that dark. that one in Dark Harvest. Are,
2: I think are probably with yeah, the yeah are the some of the darkest episodes. Oh, oh and the selling candy one.
1: With poop dog the gangsta clown, <laughs> 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 but it was it was anti nostalgia,
0: and that's cool. Yeah, that's, that's very Invader Zim. <laughs> Wait, your leaders just fly in a straight line. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: what else we got since we talked about that last week? But that is a little more in depth.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I watched a bunch of Star Trek: Next Generation yeah boy that's pretty cool I'll be honest I I have watched episodes of it in the past but I was never like I never sat down and watched like it all (laughs) I (laughs) was like in release order uh, yeah Yeah. it was just an episode here and there really my Star Trek viewing has always kind of been the original series Mm. like I've watched episodes of Voyager enough to know that Janeway's a badass and like next gen and stuff but uh, I've been really digging next gen
1: I love next gen a lot yeah I don't think we've watched a ton of it. We've watched maybe a season or so.
2: I mean, I remember watching it with my mom back when I was
1: a weird old Sam. Yeah, so, <laughs> so this just in. Star Trek's good, Star Trek's pretty good. <laughs> you hear about this? The Star Trek? The Star Trek? Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm just, you know, the more that I watch uh, Next Gen, though, the more I'm convinced that they're going to screw up Picard. <laughs> <laughs> because it's so far removed it's so far removed and that trailer looks for star trek picard looks not like next gen at all it looks like the jj J. abrams yeah, jumping it, around doing action stuff
1: it's too flashy and yeah too slick yeah
0: that's not it's the more point of like, next gen it's more like the next gen
1: movies next, next gen's aesthetic is like 90s like Office, Yeah. Yeah. Like, like office furniture, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like
2: everything's so soft and mm-hmm. comfortable. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Except those costumes because... You know what? I really like the next-gen costumes, though. Oh, yeah. no, I
2: do. I do. But the design of, like, the, the uniform or whatever, it, like, mm-hmm. caused, like, Patrick Stewart, like, horrible pain in his back. <laughs> really? Huh. Yeah. Like, the way they designed it.
1: I thought you were going to say that it chafed the heck out of yeah. his nipples. Yeah. <laughs> like
2: if you notice like every time he stands up he he's tugging on it
0: oh yeah probably because of that um the uh uh seam right there like right down the middle almost between the black and the and the color part probably was incredibly uncomfortable can't be any more uncomfortable than when he was locutus right (laughs) um though in
2: later i think it's in later seasons Closer to the end of Next Gen, they have more like the two piece costumes, like you see in the movies and Voyager and stuff. Oh like yeah,
0: that,
2: yeah. Instead of the full jumpsuits. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I've just been really enjoying it. Like, <laughs> been watching mostly uh, season three episodes. Mm. Just kind of grabbed a random DVD set and just started watching them. The one where Picard has to is forced to go on vacation for a week is pretty great. <laughs> is that the one where he fights? Uh- the guy who plays Tuvok later i i don't i don't know it's He's the one the, where he went to the vacation uh the vacation planet and oh. ended up doing uh an archaeological dig for a future device uh, oh with okay. uh with Vash okay the stampede.
1: Yeah. vash is the, the humanoid yeah. typhoon yeah <laughs> he, he went to vacation area
2: yeah. the vacation he, planet he went to gunsmoke he went to <laughs> planet gunsmoke yeah no, uh the one I'm thinking of is he, everyone is leaving the ship for a refit or something. Oh, okay. And he forgot They're his, their clothes tailored. No, it's an actual <laughs> naval term. I know. But uh he forgot his uh horse saddle. Oh, okay. And he go, he's going back through the ship to go get to his horse saddle and then these people that that snuck onto the ship are like terrorists or eco or something. I can't oh, even remember. Oh, okay. And Picard is the only one left on the ship. Mm. And it turns into like almost like a, I don't want to say kind of like a diehard. It, it sounds kind of like a diehard. But, hard it, but it's like Picard, like, you know, hiding in like the different like service tunnels within the ship and whatnot and coming out and like fighting people. No, that <laughs>
0: sounds pretty rad. Uh, the one I did watch was it was a backdoor episode of them basically giving um, Tasha Yar a better send off. Oh, Yeah. That because she was killed off in the first season, right? Like, super unceremoniously. Yeah, because yeah. she didn't want to be on the show anymore. Yeah. Yeah, she's killed by a one of the few aliens in Star Trek Next Generation that actually looked like an alien. Yeah, she got zapped by a tar monster and died. Yep. Uh, but this episode was like they went through uh, a time vortex or something. Or something. Another ship of the Enterprise-C came through oh, a time vortex yeah. at a critical moment where it would have caused a ceasefire between the Federation and the Klingon. In the normal timeline, because it came back, it came to the future before the peace treaty. Right, and because the ship accidentally came to the future, that peace treaty never happened. So the Enterprise D was like a warship, and Tasha Tasha Yar was still on it, Mm. and uh, Guinan was the only one that remembered everything. That remembered everything. That was a really cool episode. I I tell you, of all the sci-fi like fandoms out there, Star Trek
2: plays the most with time travel.
1: And that's great, except for Doctor, sex- yeah, Doctor well, Who. Yeah. Well, yes, yes. I mean that that's
2: its that's its whole shtick. But mm. more, more like I want I don't want to say like Doctor Who's not mass consumed but at the time it wasn't. Just what was that not
1: the here. dark times. The dark yeah. times. the
2: dark mm-hmm. yeah, the, dar- the darkest timeline. <laughs>
0: the Terran Empire Doctor Who. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just I've been I've been really digging it. I've been really wanting to go back and watch uh, more of it and kind of dig in. Uh, I did go on the uh, what was it, Memory Alpha Wikipedia page oh, yeah. and look and read up, read up about the Borg because I I'd never seen Nemesis, oh. so uh, yeah my my knowledge of uh, actual knowledge of next gen is like really fairly limited, so I didn't really know much about the Borg other than hey there's a Borg queen and I think seven of nine was one, mm. <laughs> and they fly around space in cubes and big cubes. Which you would think they would fly around in spheres because it is the most, like... Spheres are their scout ships. Oh, okay. See, I didn't know that. See, I figured that everything would be spherical because it is nature's, like, most perfect, like, most efficient Mm. shape. And the Borg are all about efficiency and perfection, right? That's kind of their thing?
2: Uh, sort of. I mean, yeah.
0: Perfection through assimilation.
2: Yeah, like, uh, everything is, like, you know, for the goal of the group, Right. Rather than the individual.
0: I guess they were originally supposed to be bug monsters.
1: <laughs> they're the utilitarian...
0: Bug monsters.
1: Society, yeah. <laughs> Space
0: zombies. Yeah. And uh, after we get through uh, Next Gen, I'm really kind of wanting to watch some uh, Voyager. I really... Yeah, Voyager's real Borg-heavy. Uh, Voyager's a lot of fun because
2: it takes a lot of the... Like, it gets you away from all the stuff you normally see in Star Trek mm-hmm. because they're so far outside of their home turf or whatever. Yeah.
0: Now uh Deep Space 9 is the one with Cisco, right? Yes. Okay. That guy's like what's his name? Avery something or other, the actor. Avery Brooks. Avery Brooks. He's nuts, right? Like I I don't know, maybe. Because I remember watching a documentary called the the Captains. Yeah, where they sat down the the four at the time current captains. Mhm. And like everyone gave like regular interviews, but Avery Brooks was like out there bonkers, like and I kind of want to watch that. <laughs> also, doesn't he punch Q? Yes, he punches
2: Q right in the well, face. Well, there you go. Perfect. He punches... He, he's he's a, he's definitely an angry Star Trek character. Yeah.
0: Q is like proto-Loki. Kind of. Or just
2: is Loki. Basically, yeah. Like... He, he gets bored and just wants to do stuff.
0: He doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah, and that's great. That's super good. Uh,
1: this has been... The Greatest Generation, the Star Trek <laughs> recap podcast. Uh, anyway, you anyway. mentioned Cubes. Yes. Which reminds me of something I've been checking out this week. Okay. Uh, have you seen a YouTube series called knickknacks No. It is a show-by-show <laughs> recap of every show that ever has been on Nickelodeon. Oh, interesting. From its inception to, I think... They're not even in the 90s yet, and there's been 30 or 40 of these, I think. Oh, wow. But th- the most interesting part to me so far is that it started um, as part of a cable service called Cube. Cube, yeah. That was only available in Columbus, Ohio. Oh, interesting. So the birth of Nickelodeon kind of owes itself a little bit to Columbus. <laughs> that's that's awesome. No, I
0: knew about cube but i didn't know it was based in columbus that's awesome
1: yeah it was a cable service that had interactive elements like it had a remote where you could on shows they'd say hey push this and to vote for this or whatever oh cool you could interact with your tv shows through this cube remote and one of the one of the shows on cube was pinwheel which was an educational show that was like
0: Spun off Nickelodeon, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. When
1: they saw that a network for kids worked, they spun it off to Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. But I thought the Cube stuff was really interesting. No, that is really interesting. They like
0: a gong show?
1: Yeah, there was a gong show, a Columbus-produced gong show really? where people would vote with their remotes while they watched it, and if they got enough no's, they'd make the person stop. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, there was a show called Columbus Goes Bananas. <laughs> <laughs> which I haven't watched the video for this one yet, but I read a little bit of it about it on Wikipedia the other day, and apparently they filmed it in the Westland Mall in Columbus, which is really closed down.
0: Yeah, now,
1: but well, yeah, but no, that's huh,
0: wow,
1: Neat. yeah, it's just really interesting that that Columbus was the test zone for well, Cube. They're like a Columbus is like a good test market, apparently. Yeah,
2: except for things like you know
0: fiber internet or anything like that apparently yeah yeah but no that's that's awesome yeah i had no idea
1: i think the channel's uh pop arena oh okay the youtube channel that has all these and they're all like they're like a half hour a piece go really in depth with every little bit of old nickelodeon show you could think of that's awesome there's this weird canadian show that was what was it hanging in yeah, yeah. it's like seven seasons and nobody remembers it <laughs> It was yeah. bad it was a sitcom about counselors that worked at a like a community child, center? community center mm-hmm. and it ran on Canadian TV for seven seasons but nobody like the guy that does these videos the most he could find was an episode and a half. Oh, interesting. E- Even though supposedly over 100 episodes of this show exist, <laughs> you could only find an episode and a half. Wow. That's just how forgettable the show was. Yeah. It's like the executives forgot it existed so they could cancel it, and then it ran for. But huh. then, but then the, the video creator goes into this rabbit hole about Canadian sitcoms. Canadian produced sitcoms. That's mm-hmm. really interesting.
0: <laughs> oh, interesting!
1: And I didn't. I had no idea that Danger Mouse was at one time Nickelodeon's most
0: popular show. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, interesting. Maybe. And I,
1: I remember watching Danger Mouse when I was the tiniest of children.
0: I vaguely, very yeah. vaguely remember Danger Mouse. I love Danger Mouse. Nice.
1: I got my uh, kindergarten class to name the uh, class gerbil or whatever Pinfold. We're nice. From Danger Mouse. Oh, that's excellent. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Though I've not watched any of the new Danger Mouse that's on Netflix.
1: It's fine. I mean, it's not. It's about as good as the original Danger Mouse, so it's fine. Which was fine. okay. Yeah. I mean, he had an iPad and stuff. He yeah. was cool. It was basically the British version of Rocky and Bow like, comedy-wise. Mm-hmm.
0: Or Secret Squirrel.
1: Yeah. Oh, crumpets. <laughs> But I I wholeheartedly recommend this YouTube series. Like, the guy does really good research. Oh, cool. It got to a point where where you were like, why are you still watching this? (laughs) I've had enough. (laughs) (laughs) We talked about Mindhunter? No, haven't talked about Mindhunter. It's the Netflix series about the guy that basically coined the term serial killer. And he goes through and he interviews a bunch of serial killers to figure out you know, why they do the things they do. Mm. I think I saw some pictures where
2: it had, like, actors who were playing various serial killers and how much they look like their real-life counterparts.
1: Yeah, the guy that plays Ed Kemper is excellent. Like, he does such a good job. Like,
2: the dude who looks like Charles Manson looks like Charles Manson, and it's creepy. We
1: haven't gotten to the Manson part yet, though, in the second season. Hmm. Um, But the first two episodes are pretty good. The first one's a little slow, and there's... There's not much talking to serial killers in it. <laughs> it's like it's fictionalized but based in truth type of thing. Oh, okay. And yep. it's, it's David Fincher that does it. So Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. Gotcha.
1: And it I don't know what like it's just an interesting and yeah, good, good well put together show. Mm. The different the character interactions between the different people who are part of this FBI what, what I guess you wouldn't say squad
2: task force?
1: They're the Behavioral Science Unit. That's what they're called. Oh, okay. The interactions between all the members of the Behavioral Science Unit are all interesting on top of the work that they're doing to solve these serial killer crimes. Hmm. The only thing that, that uh, gets me is they're going after BTK here at the beginning of the second season, and you know they're not going to get him. no. <laughs> you know you know they're not gonna figure it out because they didn't figure they out never found it yeah no they do they oh, did okay. like but they not did. until yeah. like the, the right. yeah 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 way after this series takes place right because they caught him because of metadata on a floppy disk he gave the police well first he asked the police if i give you guys the floppy <laughs> disk will you be able to trace it back to me to which the police went No, (laughs) and of course they absolutely can through through the metadata in his Microsoft Word document. (laughs) (laughs) Why would he believe them? I don't, because maybe he wanted to get caught. I don't know. Yeah, but it's I keep saying I recommend this, which seems weird to constantly be doing. Maybe I shouldn't do that, but it's a good show so far. It's just, it's it's a little dry. It seems a little more dry this season than it was last. Mm. But maybe we just haven't watched enough for it to really get started.
2: I started playing Minecraft again. What? Whoa, <laughs> why?
1: Out have left bit. Yeah.
2: I don't know. Something to do, I guess.
1: <laughs> Are you okay, buddy? <laughs> do you need to talk about it? <laughs> Well,
2: I'm not playing it alone, so there's no. that
1: oh, well, that's
0: okay well, I mean, I'm playing it with a bunch of my amp card friends Ah, uh, okay, yeah so are you uh are you uh larping in the digital world yeah are you in
1: are you in character within minecraft?
0: no this grim gem child no. making redstone and
2: no mining for diamonds yesterday we we cordoned off a whole area of a beach for
0: turtle mating.
1: What what what, what? what is this game? <laughs>
0: Wait a minute. I've I've missed out. Yeah. on a lot of Minecraft.
1: I haven't played Minecraft in like 10 years. It's been a <laughs> while. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah. There is a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like a lot of like crazy banana stuff.
1: I'm not going back. <laughs> no. Just like World of Warcraft. I'm not going back. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, man, we could talk about that on the show, too. <laughs> yeah, let's do World it. World of
1: Warcraft Classic coming back.
2: I mean, I didn't play it, but... I did?
1: Well, I, I succinctly put it on my Facebook. I'll play World of Warcraft Classic if it also takes me back in time to a time when I had 10,000 hours to waste on World of Warcraft. Right.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's sea turtles in uh, in Minecraft now.
1: Oh, sea turtles. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's what I always said it needed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, and apparently if you don't sleep so much, a special monster spawns and attacks you at night and it can go through walls.
1: <laughs> oh, fun. Go the sleep monster.
2: Yeah, it's called. they're called nightmares.
1: <laughs> it's the sleep paralysis monster that comes from me every night. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: but yeah, I I mean, I didn't play WoW Classic, but I have a few people my friend's with that went back to it and I've been mm-hmm. reading a lot of articles about it. I mean, part of me was tempted. I was like, oh man, this is like, the golden age of my PC gaming right here. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: I felt the same way, but no. I, I never played WoW. You That know, well, was I, probably for the uh, best. I, did, I yeah. did a
0: couple of MMOs, but I never I never did WoW. I
1: mean, it's, it's fine. It, yeah, it's fine. You have had me play it a couple times. Yeah. It's fine. We played it together for a little bit. We never really got into mm. it into it. Mm-hmm. Well, like most MMOs, I get around mid-level and then just lose interest. Yeah, I
0: remember when you were into uh, Star Trek Online. There for a while. And they've added so many factions to that game.
1: Yeah. It's stupid. (laughs) It's stupid how many there are. The girl in my Spanish class apparently plays Lord of the Rings online. People still play that? She apparently does. The fact that it's still running. Yeah, the professor asked what we did this weekend. That's what she said
2: she did. This is your college edition of Check It Out.
1: (laughs) I mean, I've played that before. It's not bad, but... I haven't
2: played it since it came out.
1: I don't know if I was gonna go and play an old one. I'd pick up probably like Dungeons and Dragons Online. That one was pretty good when it
2: first came out. It was really, really good. But then they changed a lot of stuff, and it just it, it didn't feel right after that. Mm. That and after you've done the dungeons so many times and you know yeah. where all the traps and stuff are, it's like, yeah. It, th-
1: and that's what I liked about it. The dungeons actually felt like dungeons where there'd be puzzles and things, yeah, instead and of traps just, and things like that. Instead of just a hole with a bunch of differently leveled mobs in it, like yeah. Although you know,
0: I if I were to jump back into one, I it would probably be Champions Online again. I mean, there's not much there other than a that buck wild character yeah. creation
1: tool well i mean i've been it takes you like at least 30 minutes to make a character you're kind of okay with yeah <laughs> i've been playing dc universe off and oh, on yeah since yeah it's on the switch and it it's good and it's one of those you can just pop in and play it for a little bit because it's action based mm-hmm. so yeah I, I like that a lot I actually did a like a, a quest where you have to group up with another person the other day it was a justice league dark themed one. Oh, interesting where you had to go into uh, Shazam's what is that the Rock of Eternity? Yeah. And stop Clary on the Witch Boy from messing it up. <laughs> oh man, Witch Boy. Yeah.
2: I forgot I forgot how much he was in like Justice League.
1: Well then when you get to the end that Shazam shows up and is like what the heck are you doing in, in my cave, in the Shazam cave, and you have to fight him off.
2: Really? Like, yeah. Wizard Shazam not Captain Marvel Shazam No Captain
1: Marvel Shazam. Oh okay. Yeah. But you and another player have to fight Captain Marvel, huh? Huh. It was pretty cool. Oh, that sounds pretty rad.
2: I I always thought it was really weird, like depending on the like the character type, you kind of based your character off of, like it dictated like your movements and your powers yeah. and whatnot.
1: Mm-hmm. also Constantine and Zatanna were there. <laughs> oh, that's pretty rad. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That was a good game. I remember I played it really hard when the when the lantern stuff came out.
1: Get it on the Switch. It's it's fun on the Switch.
2: I don't know. I don't know if I would do MMOs anymore.
1: <laughs> you don't have to go hard on it. You can just pop in every once in a while and do a few quests. That's what I do. Don't have time for MMOs. You, you got to spend your time playing going,
0: Minecraft, Minecraft <laughs> building build Nether portal and, and fighting a wither.
2: <laughs> sea turtles, apparently. Yeah. 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 Oh, yep. Yeah.
1: I remember back in the day, just being like, "If only there were sea turtles here."
2: Yeah, there's like sunken ships and treasure maps you and know, all kinds of stuff. Not in the now. not
1: the adventure mode that Notch said would be put into the game ten million years ago that never happened. Yeah. Sea turtle. Yeah. Well,
0: Notch said a lot of things. Yeah.
1: Well. Yeah. The less said about Notch, the better. Uh huh.
2: The fact that they don't even mention him anymore. Yeah.
1: Microsoft yep. doesn't even bring. Well, it's because the creator of Minecraft was actually Hatsune Miku, and everybody knows this. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hey, let's go ahead and take a break here. And when we get back, we'll
0: talk about some news. Nerd Overload is a show produced under the umbrella of a nonprofit organization, Marion Community Radio WZMO. To help with our fundraising, we have become a member of Patreon. What is Patreon? Patreon exists
2: because when creators are paid, they can create more amazing things. Things that
0: inspire us, teach us, challenge us. Things that make us laugh. Patreon is a membership platform that makes it really easy for creators to get paid. We're using the idea of patronage, which is actually a really old idea. Exactly, Jack. If it weren't for patrons, we wouldn't have Romeo and Juliet or Mona Lisa, Mozart, Shakespeare, Da Vinci. They all had patrons. What can I do to help Nerd Overload? Patrons set a monthly subscription-style payment for the level of membership they want. Where do I go? Thousands of creators and creative teams are using Patreon to run their business their way. So if you're a professional creator, start a page and give your fans the opportunity to become patrons. Patreon.com slash Nerd Overload now. Hey, we're back. That was Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. Because we're halfway there through the show.
1: Halfway through the show. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're doing it, guys. <laughs> is the show halfway done or is it halfway started? It's halfway done. Okay. You, you can't reverse
2: it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it. It doesn't reverse. <laughs> All right. So, hey, let's get into a little bit of news. There is a little bit of non-Disney news that we should probably go over before we delve into like all of all of Disney believe it or not there's some properties that Disney doesn't own believe it or not so this first one isn't really that much of a thing but we kind of wanted to mention it Mortal Kombat 11 recently released their combat pack which is their first round of DLC characters fighting games do this nowadays a lot of games do this nowadays mostly just fighting games <laughs> yeah and most of these characters are pretty stock standard i mean you have shang sung which is actually pretty cool because he looks like the actor from it's the movie one the mortal Kombat the movie uh carrie harayuki takawa yeah which i think we talked about on on previous shows i think we talked about how they were bringing him in bringing like him a, in yeah
1: yeah because he's in the uh crypt
0: right yeah so uh yeah they have him they have night wolf Sindel I'm surprised they brought back Nightwolf because I have heard he because. is <laughs> he is a complete all rounder character. He is not good at anything, but he's not bad at anything. He is like he is like the Mario of
1: <laughs> of Mortal Kombat. Of Mortal
0: Kombat.
2: I don't even call Mario like an all rounder character for Smash anymore. I hate I hate
0: his moveset. I
1: like Mario. is one of my favorite Doctor Mario has the better moveset. Doctor Move, yeah, yeah Doctor Mario yeah. does have the better moveset. Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway. Then after the couple of Mortal Kombat actual characters, there are they always have guest characters. They've which been doing this fit, for the like, last couple of years. Yeah. This season they are doing Spawn, which looks excellent. Looks just like it, him. Actually gave fits, him the cape, which is cool. It fits the it fits the Mortal Kombat world, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah,
1: there's there's few characters that fit into Mortal Kombat better than Spawn. Well, <laughs> well they
0: usually pick either horror characters or characters that have that are pretty you know extreme edgy like last oh, yeah. Was, season wasn't they, doom guy in one of them no no god uh, no no doom guy wasn't but like last season they had like or last uh more combat 10 they had like the alien from alien predator the oh, predator yeah. they had freddy they had freddy yeah that sort of thing um the one of the other ones they have is uh the T800 from yep. terminator although it's going to be old arnie yep which is cool he looks like spot on dead on perfect looks just like arnold schwarzenegger it's, it's creepy it's <laughs> uncanny and the other one they're adding in is the joker from dc comics
2: oh i was going i was going to say
0: persona <laughs> yeah <laughs> no that would yeah. be pretty great yeah
1: call <laughs> no. Arsene in there or whatever i i, I yeah. don't want to see him get his spine ripped out <laughs> yeah I'd rather oh, that, I'd oh, rather oh, that is not. kind of a
0: weird thing now that, yeah, since the Joker's going to be in it, I mean, people are going to be able to do fatalities on the Joker. That is, that yeah. is kind of weird. And but he gonna... looks
2: so weird.
0: Yes. This one, he looks like there's a definite uh, quality drop in the character models for the Joker compared to everyone else, to the point where, like, it really sticks out there. Are, I mean, it's bad. Other than, the, other than the fact that he just has, you know, green hair and a white face. But, but like, even, even at that, I mean, he looks... He looks cartoonish next to the, all these fairly realistic-looking characters. characters. And as it turns out, the reason for that is the Joker was not originally supposed to be in this set. It was kind of a last-second <laughs> edition. wasn't even supposed to be here what? today. Exactly. Instead, we were supposed to get uh, Bruce Campbell's character, Ash Williams, from the Evil Dead movies.
1: Which is much cooler. Which but... <laughs> is so much cooler
0: and would have fit in perfectly actually would have been one of the first uh horror movie characters that is a hero character yeah in Mortal Kombat yes like can you imagine chainsaw arm and shotgun yeah. like his moveset like pretty amazing. much speaks for itself like it's super great but un- but unfortunately i guess deal fell through at the very last second um, to the point where uh the Xbox store for Mortal Kombat 11 had a banner for the combat pack and Ash Williams was there in that banner. Mm. Like, so this was super, super, super recent. And I just think it's kind of a shame, you know? Yeah,
1: we get Garbage Joker instead yeah. of Ash. Yeah,
0: because what they did, they ended up taking the character model from uh, not even the Injustice games, which are fairly recent. It was like. It's not even it's not even DC versus
2: Mortal Kombat Joker either. No, it, it's, it's just not. looks off. It's not right. Like he's like his head's really
0: rectangular <laughs> and his shoulders are really wide. It's the mm-hmm. best
1: Joker they could make in forty eight hours. Basically. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I imagine they're probably gonna beef up the quality for the Act Full release, but as it stands, it's not honestly. Good. I didn't even know that tidbit about the information. But the minute I heard the
2: laugh in the trailer, I was like, "No, it's,
0: it was yeah." It's and not I love the character. I
2: love the Joker character. He's like one of my favorite comic book villains. But mm-hmm. it's
0: not. Yeah, it's not right. We, we had
2: Mortal Kombat versus DC. It was a bad game.
0: <laughs> it was the T rated Mortal Kombat game. If that mm-hmm. tells you anything. The Injustice yeah. games are okay. I played the first one. I played actually. I, you know, I played both of them. I take that back. I've played both and, of them but I've only
2: beaten the first one.
0: Yeah. And the story mode is pretty hackneyed and goofy. Yeah. But the fighting mechanics are pretty it decent. It, yeah, I mean it it
2: lets you it lets you know like how you can have two Batman in the same place.
0: Oh yeah. Time travel parallel universe. And also, Batman has developed Superman pills to give everyone Superman strength. Yeah, so you don't get you know just crushed by Superman immediately. Everybody
1: <laughs> yeah. take your Superman pill. Basically, yeah. I mean, that's, that's,
2: it's a that's story point in the thing. Like, Joker takes him and goes, oh, I feel great.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Speaking of Joker,
2: uh, Josh, you yes. wanted to
0: talk about the uh, Joker trailer.
2: Speaking yeah.
1: of questionable Jokers. <laughs> yeah,
2: so the final trailer for the Martin Scorsese Produced. Produced. A Joker film came out. And I'm not sure how I feel about it. I mean, I could tell you how I feel about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like Scorsese and stuff. And he's made I... fantastic films. Mm-hmm. I'm just not sure how well it fits with the
1: character. It's so tower. <laughs> it, well, it's,
0: it's pretty clear that this is not, that this is like Joker in name only. Like... That we know of anyway. As far as far as we know.
1: This is somebody else's idea of what the Joker is. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I mean, it kinda plays from some of the the killing joke. Might have been killing Where they kinda dealt he where Joker tells about his past a little bit. Yeah, a, that was a Killing bit. Joke. Yeah. yeah. And uh I mean it looks like it kinda fits those those notes a little
0: bit. A little bit, but it sounds what it looks like is uh, Martin Scorsese had one of his pas read the killing joke and transcribe the high points to him and then and then how to fit his friend Robert de Niro and stuff
2: in it yeah. yeah and
1: then they and then they like mixed up the script pages with like taxi Driver. yeah they retrofit taxi
0: <laughs> driver into yeah because
1: that's it's what
0: it looks like I mean it looks like a fine like crime I drama mean, it, I'm sure
2: it'll be a really neat film mm-hmm I mean, production-wise and everything, it looks interesting. Just as far as the Joker character, I, I don't know. I mean, granted, we don't know anything because it's you know it hasn't come out yet. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it might pull the rug out from under us a little bit because here lately, DC Warner Brothers has been almost trying to pull away from their shared universe to more of a hey, remember remember the the multiverse of DC? Yeah, this is what we're doing now.
1: Their track record has been getting better. It's been getting better, yeah. But this
0: also seems as though it is another prime example of Warner Brothers being ashamed of and embarrassed of the roots of their characters that they're pulling from. Like Disney, for better or worse, and Marvel Studios is embracing the comic the goofiness, the comic bookiness of their characters, while Warner Brothers seems to constantly be like... Eh, the comic books. But no, seriously, they're they're the actual characters, believe us or not. Believe it or not. This is for I
1: adults. Mean, yeah. This is an adult fair for mature adults. Yeah. But it is about a clown man. Yeah. <laughs> like he,
2: like the way they have like Walking Phoenix playing the character almost like reminds or kind of reminds me of like almost like a cross streaming of Jack Nicholson in the eighty nine Batman film. A little bit. Like in the beginning. A, a tiny bit. Like in the beginning of the movie. Okay. Yeah. When he's just a you know just a gangster, mm-hmm. and a little bit of the psychotic break
0: of the Dark Knight one. There was a movie, I think it starred Robert De Niro, where he was a failed comedian.
1: Oh, I know what you're talking about because they were talking about I think in a Polygon article or something mm-hmm. comparing how similar that movie is to this Joker movie, and I can't remember what it was called. Yeah,
0: it looks like Taxi Driver and. It's not the man who laughs because that's the original basis for the Joker. Yeah, that was like a silent film. That's like film. a silent film. Uh yeah, yeah, look it up while we're talking. Wasn't it raging? No, not No, original. that's a boxing movie. Yeah. It's like But anyway, yeah, it looks it looks like they're pulling from a lot of different like class more classical, you know, crime drama and mm-hmm. like drama film uh sources. At that point, why call it the Joker? Why not say you know, come up with a cool, like a different...
1: Is it the king of comedy?
0: I think it's the king of comedy. Yeah. Hmm. Also the fact that
2: the movie feels like it can't decide if it wants to be in the 70s or not.
0: Yeah. Like, every trailer up until this last one looked like it was more, like, set in the 70s. This one looked just kind of rundown, modern day almost. Yeah, because there was like a lot of like modern day like medical stuff like uh-huh.
2: in
1: the trailer. Yeah, so but it definitely has like this '70s urban decay look to it too. Yeah, yeah, like with
2: like the costumes, like the subway, the way the set pieces looked like for Robert
0: De Niro's character's TV show. Yeah, that's true. Um, I am kind of excited to see Zazie beats in something else. Oh yeah, definitely. Because she uh, that was Domino for, and, yeah. and Deadpool too. Yeah, I guess I had forgotten that she was going to be in this film. I yeah, and I I like her as an actress quite a bit. Oh yeah, I think she's really good. So she I'm, was definitely a high point. Yeah, so I'm
2: excited but, for that. I mean, I just I don't know about this film. I yeah. guess
1: I'm um, afraid it's going to end up in the pantheon of like the your Fight Clubs and your Donnie Darko's and your Dark Knights of like yeah, Edge Lord College Freshman films. The Crow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're talking
0: about a lot of movies I like. <laughs> I mean, they're I mean they're good movies, but you yeah. know you what know, well, you know what we mean. It's like people who put way more stock into them. Their than... Their personality. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, it was definitely it was definitely Donnie Darko when I was younger. Everyone was all about like a failed movie in the theater, but it got like huge cult following. Sure.
1: Remember yep. the buildup we got for Boondock Saints in college? Oh, we were told over and over again just how awesome this oh, movie was. Oh yeah, I, I remember. And I sat that down well. and watched it, and I was like, yeah, It's fine. It's, yeah, it's okay. It's not that. It's I a like lot the of, movie. I hated slow the second motion, one. The second slow one was great. Shooting. Yeah, yeah hate it's the like, second yeah. movie. We met the old the old dude from that movie at, at 16-bit that one time. Oh, uh, Billy Connolly. That's who it was, wasn't it? Wait, are you Tom? Are you are you talking about like the their dad, oh yeah, yeah it's Connolly. Oh huh, yeah, um, remember he he gave you a signed like docking uh, boarding pass from his flight. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, it was the same time you interviewed. Oh, that's right uh, when JDF. I JDF. That's
0: right when I interviewed JDF and the other guy from one of the other brothers, the one that's not Norman Reedus. Uh, Sean Patrick Flannery. Sean, Sean Patrick Flannery was was standing there next to uh, JDF. You sure that wasn't I,
2: David DeRocco You guys met.
1: Maybe
0: it was. Because that year, I remember David Dorocco being there. That might, uh, yeah, that might have been probably was, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um. Anyway, this Joker movie, I'm, I'll see it.
1: I'm not 100% sold on it, but I'll see it. I don't know if I'd go to a theater to see it.
0: I'll spend five bucks at the Marion Theater yeah, for it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean, I do that even for movies I do like, so. No.
1: No, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Matinee. Yeah, it's a matinee, yeah. It's not like even yeah, a matinee, it's just their price all the time. Well, I mean, I'm just but talking I mean, about I'd see oh, it as a matinee. which yeah. is $5. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. uh,
0: okay, so we have D23 stuff, uh, Disney stuff, but let's do the Shovel Knight re- yeah. re- really quick.
1: Yeah, there was a big uh, Yacht Club Games who make Shovel Knight kind of did their own sort of Nintendo Direct-style uh, stream of announcements, and they announced that the two remaining, like, DLC things for Shovel Knight the King of Cards and Showdown mm-hmm. one of which is uh, the King Knight expansion along with a card game the other one's a multiplayer fighting version of Shovel Knight mm-hmm. that's all coming out in December which is cool yeah. it's been a long time coming
0: it's very cool and it's one of those things where if you have the treasure trove packed but like 20 bucks on Steam and uh, Switch and stuff yep if you have that you're going to get them for free like yeah. it is, it's not a paid DLC thing. It's like just you get those.
1: Yeah, I think all they were Kickstarter um, stretch goals. Stretch goals.
0: Yeah, it's just taking them a while to make them because uh, yeah,
1: Club Games they put out good content. Yeah, Shovel Knight's one of the just the best games in general. It really is. Yeah. The, the other thing was a Shovel Knight spinoff game about digging down towards the center of the Earth mm-hmm. uh, after a dude named Drill Knight who has a really cool design. It yeah. looks like a fun. Like, slight twist on Shovel Knight. It's a little different, but not too much different from yeah. the original game. Like, yeah, it's really it's cool.
2: less static platformer and more um, like platforming, but also kind of like Dig Dug. It, yeah, it yeah. looks like
1: they mixed Shovel Knight with Mr. Driller a little bit. Yeah,
0: yeah. I just hope it's not as infuriating because <laughs> uh, still, to this day, you want to see me get mad at a video game? Have me sit and play Shovel Knight. Like,. <laughs> It gets to the point where, like, I know what I need to do, but my fingers don't have the manual dexterity anymore to do what the game requires of me. And, (laughs) like, oh, I would rage (laughs) about that game.
1: I need to go back and finish uh, the other two DLCs: Specter of Torment Mm -hmm. and uh, Plague of Shadows. Plague of Shadows. Yeah, I never finished those, so I got to go back and do that before these ones come out. Is it time to bow down to our mousy overlords? I, I, I suppose it so. is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, D23 is like Disney's exclusive. It's it's almost turned into like comic It's Comic-Con, it's Comic-Con now, Disney. now that Disney
1: owns everything. Yeah, uh, pretty <laughs> much.
2: It, it's, like their, it's like their third Comic-Con.
0: Yeah, so uh, in this convention, they elaborated on some things they talked about at Comic-Con. They also revealed a bunch of new trailers and new shows and a lot more stuff
1: about the Disney+. Plus. App, yeah, and Basically. every every Marvel character you've ever loved is getting a show on Disney Plus, more or less. Basically, <laughs> yeah. Like, what were the three that they announced? Ms. Marvel, which is awesome, which is awesome. Uh, Kamal is great; it's mm-hmm. a great character. It'll be a good show. It'll be interesting to see if they can make her stretch and in beginning powers not look horrifying in live action.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't even realize it was gonna be live action. Even the creator of Ms. Marvel's like, never expected the character to ever be made yeah
1: there was the interview with g willow wilson and mm-hmm. she said i don't know how they're gonna do it but good luck because we didn't think about this when we made the character the only thing i am a little concerned about with ms marvel
0: and this uh goes back to news from about two years ago do you remember that show the middle the yes. one with patricia heaton and yeah. uh you know the kids that was basically uh, it was malcolm like a, in the middle it was like a spin but Kind of thing. It wasn't really a spin off, but it was Malcolm in the middle, but the main character is the mom instead of Malcolm. Yeah. Um. So the middle child on that show, she's the voice of Star in Star vs. The Force ah. of Evil, had a meeting with Marvel Studios, and they gave her, I guess, like a huge stack of Ms. Marvel comics. Hmm. And the rumor two years ago was that she was going to be portraying Ms. Marvel in some kind of fashion. Problem is, Ms. Marvel is. She's uh, she's Muslim. She's Muslim, and it's and a major part of it, her character. It is, <laughs> and I mean, last time I checked, uh, what's her name from the Middle and Star vs. the Forces of Evil uh, is is not. <laughs> <laughs> so that so that's a l- a little troubling, but again, it's been two years. That could mean nothing at this point. Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think
2: Disney's dumb enough to do that again. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's very true.
0: The other couple of shows that they announced were a uh, She-Hulk,
1: Eden Share, Eden Share, yeah. The- yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, but uh, a She-Hulk show, yeah. which I am super psyched for. Oh yeah, that's like, gonna be awesome. It's gonna be Ali McBeal, but also punching, and I am totally down for that. I hope they go with like the lost squ- the like the lawyer like the angles of it. Angle yeah. I mean they they would from, like, almost early, have to. I yeah. would hope. Well, I mean, more recent comics, she has been just. You know, superhero She Hulk, but yeah, but she had that really cool, that really cool uh, series where it was basically just her
2: hanging out in her law office. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was really cool. Like, I'd like to see like just you know, professional, like prof- professional, you know, dress, you know, giant She Hulk. Yeah,
1: I want Stephanie Beatrice from Br- <laughs> Brooklyn Nine Nine to play her.
0: I would really like that. I'd also like to see her, uh, her as uh, America Chavez. Oh yeah, she'd be a good American American Chavez too. Yeah, but uh, but no, if they pick if if she gets cast as as She Hulk, that would be pretty great. I
1: I can't think of anybody else that would be better. No, (laughs) I mean unless they get some kind of
0: professional wrestler. Yeah, which at this point, professional wrestlers are. I mean, they've always been actors. Yeah, but like the acting prowess of wrestlers has had a a
1: pretty significant spike. Uh, it
0: depends. Get
1: like a get like a Page or like a Becky Lynch. Don't get Page.
0: <laughs> I listen. We've seen fighting with our family.
1: I have not yeah. seen it, and I actually would like to. It's it's a movie.
0: <laughs> it is a movie I've that heard, exists I've on heard, celluloid. I've heard good things. It's fine. Nick Frost is okay. There is definitely a, a weak point, and that is the Page character. <laughs> Anyway, uh, the last show that they announced was Moon Knight. Moon Knight is basically crazy Batman <laughs> in the Marvel Universe. Who wears white. Who wears white so that people can target him. And also, he thinks he's talking to an Egyptian god, but it's probably
1: schizophrenia. It's an- He thinks Dracula's a nerd. Yeah,
0: he does think Dracula's
2: a big nerd. That is one of my favorite pages in comic history. It's super ever. good. Yeah. Moon Knight walking
0: down those stone steps. Dracula, you nerd. Where's my money? Where's my money, you big nerd? <laughs> I mean, we're not exactly paraphrasing it because, like, there's, there's cursing. A, there's a
1: there's a big nasty swear. There's a
0: big nasty swear in that panel. But anyway, yeah, I'm a pretty excited for these three extra shows. I hope they I hope they do well. I hope they you know Marvel Plus and or Disney am, Plus sticks with them.
2: I am absolutely surprised that they're actually doing it. Like at least Miss
0: Marvel in live action.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The only thing missing is Squirrel Girl. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well that's still tied in with the new Warriors um uh, sitcom that was that's in production limbo, limbo that basically.
1: Is still going? Maybe, maybe it's, not. Nobody
0: knows. Nobody knows if that show is still going to they be have any made or They haven't even really talked about it. Yeah. I
1: don't even think Melina Van Vantrov knows. <laughs> I, isn't she the voice of Squirrel Girl
0: in Marvel Rising? Girl? Yes. Yeah. So that's
1: So I mean she is Squirrel Girl. Canonically and, Squirrel Girl at this point. Yeah
0: let's move on to star wars there is star
1: wars news let's talk about a star Wars. there's a trailer of that star war and there's all kinds of interesting goings on in, in said trailer yeah
2: yeah so a new trailer for the rise of skywalker came out mm-hmm. and i it, there are things
1: yeah <laughs> ray's got a red swiss army knife lightsaber, lightsaber? that That's- like Clicks from being two lightsabers to being a Darth Maul. She can go from from double Darth Vader to Darth Maul. Yeah,
2: yeah. But the weird <laughs> thing is, it's like her double bladed lightsaber is like when it's it's together and it looks weird until she folds it out.
0: Yeah, I I, I saw a joke online that you know they said why does Rey need that collapsible lightsaber and someone said well ladies' pockets are very small. <laughs> <laughs> I mean they're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh but yeah, it looks Also the fact we're getting Dark Side Ray. It's I think it is some kind of red herring. I think that either it's a vision or it's either a vision of the future of a possible dark future or like I still think that they're going in a route similar to the uh Shadows of the Empire uh comic where in in that comic uh Luke Temporarily became a Sith apprentice to be- Palpatine, to Palpatine, so that he would learn Sith ways, so that he can bring true balance to the Force. Basically, what do they call him? Gray, Gray Jedi. Jedi, yeah. So that you know, folks that know both Jedi and Sith, so that they can you know keep their emotions in check, but also be Jedi's.
1: They've they've clearly made the point in the two movies we've had mm-hmm. that the Jedi aren't exactly right, yeah, either,
0: <laughs> right. So I imagine that it's probably going to be something like that, where Ray learns some. Like I could, I can almost picture in my head like the the uh, the climactic end, final battle, and like Palpatine's red Force ghost is like attacking and like you know Kylo Ren is like on the ground he's made his his big like switch over to the good side or whatever and he's about ready to like die or something and Rey has her lightsaber knocked out of her hands and all of a sudden you see her shoot force lightning out of her hand because that's a Sith move Mm -hmm. like and showing that oh she's a Jedi that also knows Sith stuff and like she's brought true balance to the force even though Luke did it in Return of the Jedi well yeah (laughs) not the lightning (laughs) part but he did choke some people but he did choke some people out that's very true but yeah, I can kind of see that happening. Uh, I'm more excited about uh, red-eyed C3PO and whether yeah. he is a bad guy now. Oh,
1: he's evil now.
0: Yeah. I mean, we had that really great Darth Vader
2: comic with basically <laughs> evil C3PO. The yeah. only
1: difference between evil C3PO and regular C3PO is the evil one says swear words. That's it. He just curses. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, I don't know. I'm also wondering if they're pulling from the like the the legacy novels or whatever Uh, they probably are a little bit they've
1: always been picking and choosing what they want from that and what mm -hmm. they don't
2: yeah but like uh the fact there was the the story arc where the one solo child goes bad and the other one has to stop her yeah so i don't know will this be Kylo ren's redemption arc because he's always like kind of played the weird
0: i hope not i (laughs) why can't we have a bad guy that stays the bad guy I mean that's Palpatine's job. I mean he <laughs> he did kill Han Solo. Yeah, but even then that's No, he killed Han Solo. He should be a bad guy. <laughs> he needs to be punished for what he did do- he's done. Yes. <laughs> and then
2: seeing like seeing Carrie Fisher in the trailer just made me sad. Yeah. Oh yeah, immediately like, tear up. I was like, for "Oh." Sure. Yeah. Uh,
1: so, the thing I'm worried about most with this is that JJ J. Abrams is going to turn it into a fanboy fiesta and nothing is going to cha- be challenging at all. I am worried that because this
0: this is the ninth movie and was supposed to be the the big end to the entire to the arc, Skywalker saga. But Disney is not going to let Star Wars end. They will never let it end.
2: Well, I'm fine Nothing's with that. Nothing's ever really gone. I'm fine with it. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it not ending. I'm just, you know, tired of skywalkers mucking up the galaxy.
0: Yeah, let's give the skywalkers a break. Uh speaking of star <laughs> and it's going to be too long and I'm going to have to pee in the middle. Yeah, well that too. Yeah. <laughs> uh let's talk about the Man- Mandalorian real quick. Uh, Man, that show looks good. It looks so cool. It looks yeah. very good. Uh did you see MC Chris is trying to petition uh to get do a voice oh, on the show?
1: No, no, don't let him. Yeah. But he's Boba the Fett. He doesn't need, yeah, they can put that song as the end credit. There we go, yeah. <laughs> but that, that Mandalorian trailer looks like if Disney asked me personally what I think would be cool in a Star Wars mm-hmm. thing, yeah. and then just made that. Yeah, it's pretty great. It looks pretty good. Yeah, there's Boba Fett's, there's IG-88, mm-hmm. and he's like actually, actually doing, do, stuff. doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Just
2: standing there being a prop piece. Yeah, being uh-huh.
1: a coffee maker with arms and legs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm I'm super pumped
1: for it. I can't wait.
2: Man, when he did that spin move and stuff, like, shooting around, I was like, I had a character in an old Star Wars game that did that.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, they, they got my streaming dollars already for because they made a Boba Fett show. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm a simple man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so we got to fly through these last ones super, super quick. These are just kind of high points. There's going to be an Obi-Wan limited series and there's been a lot of
1: murmurings on, about that lately and yeah. whether or not that was true well it, it looks is. like
0: it is <laughs> and Ewan McGregor is going to be in it and well, it takes there. place between episode three and four I'm, as it should I'm excited that's going to be great back to Marvel stuff they released a little more about the Eternals movie they had a full cast kind of listing mm-hmm. and apparently Kit Harington from Game of Thrones is going to be in it um I he, mean Game of Thrones is done he's got he's got to have something to do yeah yeah He is uh, stepping way out of his uh, acting comfort zone by playing (laughs) the Black Knight, (laughs) uh, a a character. But, you know, that's interesting because the Black Knight is traditionally a human character in the Marvel Universe, although he's, like, from a parallel... I think they retconned him to be, like, from a parallel Earth or something like that. Like, there's something weird. uh, There's a
1: whole bunch of weird, like, Arthurian legend Marvel guys.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's
1: him. Then you get, like, into Hercules and all that weird crap with Marvel. (laughs) Yeah.
0: That's where we're headed, I guess. Yeah. If anything, Hercules may show up on She Hulk because he would show up in the comic every once in a while and be kind of a big dick. I mean, that sounds about right. Yeah. Hercules in the Marvel comics is like if Thor had no responsibilities, like Gamer Thor. If Gamer Thor from from um, uh, Endgame was still buff and was like also a frat bro. Yeah. That's Hercules. Yeah, he is pretty frat broy. Mm-hmm. Pretty much there was a uh trailer for a live action lady in the tramp
1: Boo. movie yeah
0: it looks
1: bad it looks
0: bad at least they're using real dogs except for their gross cgi mouths
1: <laughs> when i saw the poster for it i'm like this looks so fake it looks like uh, barely a step away from a magazine collage, pretty much. <laughs> but at least Disney seems to know that it's not
0: great because it is not being released in theaters. It is coming straight <laughs> to the the app, which I was kind of. I'm also a little worried that Disney Plus is going to be the dumping ground for Disney movies that they think aren't going to cut it in theaters. For
1: your Jafar needs glasses sequel, basically, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the uh, the last thing, uh, just because
0: it looks awesome, and I want to mention it. Jeff Goldblum, the world according to Jeff Goldblum, is basically a travel show. It's like the Anthony Bourdain like, except Jeff Goldblum doesn't know anything about what he's talking about. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just Jeff Goldblum gold blooming it up like across the country, talking to people and doing stuff, doing weird stuff. And it looks being, like a lot of fun. I <laughs> can't wait for it. It's going to be super good. I've, even yeah. even he's like, look. This is going to be a weird show. You're either going to love it or you're not going to like it. Yeah. Didn't he just say, like, watch it or don't <laughs> Yeah. in his
2: own trailer? Pretty much.
0: Yeah. They're definitely
2: banking on the eccentricities of Jeff Goldblum mm-hmm. or the persona that is Jeff Goldblum. I'd
0: like to believe that's actually him. I mean, he's putting on a little bit of an act because actor, but I'd like to think that is more Goldblum than not. It feels
2: like it's just watching a show of his apartments.com character. Uh, pretty much.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, there's a whole bunch more D23 news. We're we'll probably going to get into it in, in following weeks just because more news is going to come out. You know, yeah, as, there, as there was like there was like a huge thing. Yeah, there's a huge amount of it. Well, hey, I think we have reached time, so let's go ahead and wrap things up. You have been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at NerdOverload.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and
2: Instagram at NerdOverloadNow.
1: You can email us at staff at NerdOverload.com.
0: You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, TV. That's right. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and just about anywhere else you can find... Find podcast out there on the internet so you can listen to all of our back episodes uh, we have a patreon patreon.com backslash nerd now so if you like the show and you want to help uh, support the show head on over there check that out you can actually get the episodes a few days early if you're so inclined yeah we also have t-shirts just go to NerdOverload.com, click our store link and uh, check them out they're good shirts yep you can also uh you know check out uh, david pencil yes uh, david pencil i want to thank him for our
1: intro and outro it's pretty great Oh, uh, wish list my game on Steam. It's Believe. Look it up. Put it in the search box on Steam. It'll show up. Uh, give it a wish list. It helps me out. Yeah, it's a good game. It looks excellent. Can't wait to play it. Yep. And uh, thank you to
0: Parker for continuing to help us. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, thank us you, Parker. News. Yeah, yeah, he's doing a great job over there. At our Facebook. Our Facebook page has been really blown up. And uh, yeah. <laughs> and we have Parker to thank for that. We we really do. Anyway, thank you again for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Peace out.